Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we begin a new scenario, The Pipeline. It was written by Alex Gio and Davi Brian Jackson. Our game master is Ian Christensen, and this is episode one. Our recap will be done. Oh, that's just a recap. <laughs> so, uh, without any further delay, Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Ian. Excellent. So you have all been hired by the Exxon Corporation to investigate the sudden communication loss with their pumping station in British Columbia. Exxon suspects a radical environmental group called the North Wind to be responsible. And since these eco-terrorists have shown very little uh, regard for human life in the past, the company is taking no chances. Your team consists of an electrical engineer, two mechanical engineers. We have two uh, specialized survival experts, six private security specialists, as well as a representative of the company who is there to handle all public relations negotiations and speak to the media if necessary. And of course, he's there to make sure that the company's best interests are looked after at all times as well. You've had uh, very little time to prepare, but uh, you, you've got your loadouts. You are ready to board a DHC-6 Twin Otter ski plane, which is going to be leaving Vancouver uh, at 6 a.m. on the 28th of October and is expected to land in Telegraph Creek at 8.50 a.m. From there, you will then take a service road approximately 25 miles uh, to Shooting Landing uh, and EBC Pumping Station number 31. Now, if you'd like to each take a turn, I'll call you out by name so we're not stepping on each other's toes. Um, you could just kind of tell us who your character is, what their role is in this um, team, and give us a description of yourself just so that everybody can kind of have a, an idea as to what you look like when they're, when they're hearing your voice. Um, Tom, put you on the spot first since you are the Exxon representative. Uh, me, um, my name is Harold Fink and I'm the representative of the Exxon Corporation. We're highly concerned with the environment and the preservation of the indigenous peoples of British Columbia. I assure you there's no reason for any concern in this matter. Uh, there's been some minor damage to one of our facilities up north and we're simply dispatching a repair crew to take care of the problem. Uh, there's been no damage to the environment as far as we know and a complete report will be available for scrutiny once the repairs are complete. Now, if uh, you'll excuse me, I have a plane to catch. Perfect. Um, Sean, I would like you to go next. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Bjorn Vargason. Uh, Ex-military, average height, average looks, but I'm pretty buff, pretty fit guy. Uh, Ex-Canadian military, 36 years old. Uh, spent some time in the Swedish military on assignment with them pretty private guy um, very serious about my job and uh, um, loyal to people to pay me excellent uh, Jason I um, and pay to Smith on for short I'm from the Lakota Nation uh, six foot four 250 pounds uh, muscular man dressed all uh, head to toe in winter camouflage I am a scout, a tracker, outdoorsman, and proud indigenous person. That's Excellent. 
And uh, Keith, would you go next, please? Hello, my name's uh, Walter Chapman. I uh, am an Arctic survival expert. I used to teach uh, the Arctic Survival School for the U.S. Air Force up at Isleson Air Force Base up in Alaska. I got out uh, once uh, my wife and I decided to separate and uh, so I could, wouldn't be moved away from my son. Uh, unfortunately, I found jobs a little bit harder to find, hence why I'm taking this job, but I believe that maybe we can help out. I'm a smaller person. My, uh, my supervisor in the military said it was all the cigarettes I smoked. They uh, stunted my growth. Very good. And uh, Matt. Hi, everybody. My name is Isaac Sanders. I'm also a combat vet, <clears throat> ex-Marine, majored in mechanical engineering after college after the war spent years as an auto mechanic before i could land this sweet job which i have now landed so i'll do almost anything to keep it i'm average average build maybe a little on the scrawny side uh, i think i'm from southern california maybe very well and so as the opening credits close and everyone boards the plane and it begins to taxi out on Vancouver Airport. The screen will fade to black. On Peitu, you awaken to the sound of howling wind and creaking metal. You're suspended upside down, still belted into your seat. It's bitter cold, and somewhere in the distance, you think you hear someone screaming. As you open your eyes and take in your surroundings, you realize that the plane has crashed, which is why you're currently suspended upside down. The wind is blasting in the face because the front section of the plane containing the cockpit where the pilot and one of your mechanical engineers, who was the co-pilot as well, um, is completely missing. It's just open and exposed and you can see the snow uh, in front of you. You look around and you can see Harry and Bjorn, Walter, and Isaac, and Tracy, who is the head of the security force, also hanging in their seats in the sections uh, side and behind you. Behind them, where the rest of the security force are sitting, as well as um, one of your engineers, two of your engineers even, no, sorry, one, that section of the plane is also missing. So can you imagine this tube of plane fuselage sitting um, on a seeming some kind of a slope, you're guessing, uh, just based on the way gravity is affecting you as you're hanging here. What would you like to do? First, I would uh, call out to see if anybody else is awake and alert. Uh, Walter, you're just starting to come to and you find yourself in the exact same situation. Oh. Here, I'm paid to call out to you. Is it that you on pay two? Yeah, stay there. I'm gonna get out of this chair and I'll try and help you down. And what I would like to do is hold on to the sides of the seat with one hand and unclick the belt. So I at least have some leverage to swing myself around and try and land back on my feet. Sure, that you're able to do so. And as you do so, you feel the um, fuselage, the, the bit of plane that you're in, shift a little bit and slide. Nobody move. I'm going to get uh, you down easily, gently. I think we might be on a cliff. Oh. Bjorn? 
And Harry, you'll also wake up around this time just as the plane shifts. What's what the... Don't it's... move. There's Why been an accident. Just stay where you are. I'll get you down one at a time. Do not move. Okay. I'm going to walk over to Walter. And hold... can I reach him from the ground? From Absolutely, where... yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. I'll put my hands on your waist and chest and unbuckle your belt. All right, here it goes. Click. And to the, you know, without trying to shift everything too much. Unfortunately, the plane does shift some more, and you feel it sliding. Get us out of here see now. It's, sliding, it's sliding backwards, if you want to consider the front of the plane being where the cockpit used to be. Um, it's sliding backwards, and as you look out, you can see it is, you are indeed on uh, the slope of some mountain. I'm, I'll buck I'm unbuckling my oh, belt. Oh, I'll grab it. I'll grab Harold. You get get Bjorn. Isaac wakes up around this time, and Harold, you said you were already unbuckling your belt. Give yeah. me a dexterity roll, please. All right. 72. What's my dex? Yeah. Unfortunately, no you, you declared that before somebody reached over to help you, but that's okay. You passed your right. roll, so you managed to. No, no, no. I failed. Oh, you failed. I got 72. Sorry, I thought you said passed. Pass. No. Sorry. In that case, yeah, you land um, rather. Um, unceremoniously and the plane shifts a lot and slides for a good two or three seconds okay. um take a point of damage harry just All for right. the uh and i'm starting God to crawl it. towards the higher end of the airplane <laughs> god damn it harry this whole thing could go down i told you to wait you got to get out of here now i'll head over to whoever's still in there i grab harry help him get up i'm like come on let's go Okay, I think just Bjorn and uh, Walter are still buckled in. And Tracy, but she um, she's not responding at all. She's got a lot of blood pouring out of her nose and ears. She uh, She's very pale. Just leave doesn't her or we're all dead. She doesn't look to be breathing. Grab Bjorn and assist him down and then move to Isaac. Am I hurt at all? Um, you all feel like you've been in an accident, um, but the only person who's taken any damage would be Harry from falling out of his seat trying to trying to get down too quick. Well, I'll try to uh, unbuckle my seat and wiggle my way down. Okay. Yep. Seat, trying. Give me a dexterity roll. Uh, that's a hard success. Okay, yeah, you managed to tumble down quite nicely and, and kind of roll around and come down on your feet. Where was the gear stored? And I'll call this out. Where the gear? Where's the gear and where are the guns? Um, a lot of the uh, gear you don't see, but you see your own packs, of course, would have been close to your seats. And the plane begins sliding, and it okay. starts to slide faster and faster. Yeah, is it is it sliding yeah. forward or backward down the? It is sliding backwards. Okay, I'm running for the front. You see, there's nothing there. It's just a hole, right? Right. Well, and snow. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm diving out into the snow. <laughs> Excellent. And as we as we go, as I'm I'm following him, I'm going to grab whatever's around and just take it with me. You know. Okay. Just grab whatever packs you can. Yep. Same thing. Grab. I'll grab my pack and with my free hand, I'll grab whatever is next to closest to me. Okay, Grant. Isaac. I think I'll do the same. Who's Tracy? She's hanging from the ceiling. Yes, Tracy was the head of the security team. Um, but like I said, her, her arms are hanging, you know, Luke Skywalker-esque from, you know, if you remember the scene, I'm sure we all do. Um, her face is very pale. There's blood coming out of her nose and ears and even a little bit from her eyes, it looks like. 
Um, she does, yeah. Uh, She's definitely right. not conscious, probably not alive. I, I have the sense that the plane's moving quickly, so I will I'll yes. run out. Yes. You're the last one on board. Yeah, I want out, guys. Am I done, undone yet, or what? <laughs> I said um, I unhooked you. Yeah, yeah, I'm paid to help you I got my knife and my hip I'm going to cut if you don't undo. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm paid to help you down, so. Okay, great. Well, let's get out of here quick. Quick look around. If I don't see anything, I'm out the door. Grab any fine. gear? Any gear I can grab. Grab a couple of bags. As you head out the front, you look kind of back, and you see the plane is edging towards a cliff. It will reach it in just a few seconds. And as you do so, Tracy's eyes shoot open, and she looks at you. Sorry. As, Bjorn, what, what's happening? And then you dive off the plane. Or do you stay on board to help her? You're, you're muted. Is, is it going off a cliff or is it going down? Yeah, a it's it's going it's going over a cliff. I'm gonna it's jump. over the mountainside, if you will. I don't know her. I'm out. You jump. Yeah. You hear her screams fade as the plane tumbles down the uh, the cliff side of this mountain. Do we all hear that? Do we hear her screaming? Oh yeah. Shit, oh yeah. I thought she was dead. Yeah. Uh, it stops pretty quickly after you hear a few crunches. That's I, what we could do, guys. I failed yeah. my sand roll. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do yet? now? <laughs> now, Harry, please give me a uh, luck roll. Uh, nope. Nope. Okay, you didn't grab your pack, and unfortunately none of the packs that anybody else grabbed was yours. So anything on your character sheet is just what's on your person. Anything else you can strike off. Yep. I didn't have anything anyway. Except my notepad, okay. my clipboard, my clipboard shit. Well, now what the fuck are we going to do? We have to just stay here and wait for them to come and get us. What the fuck it happened? The last thing I remember, I was sleeping on the flight and everything was cool, and then we're upside down. Well, they they must have uh, hit something where they lost control. It looks like I, I look around. Uh, you said the nose cone was gone, and like the was the tail yeah. gone also? Yep, yep. Like the back uh, half of the plane, practically. Yeah, I, I look around. Is there any other debris? Smoking so, debris. Looking around. Um, you will definitely see there is uh, you know, like weapons and climbing gear um, and some of the uh, the winter gear strewn about the uh, the top of the mountain. Well, not the top. I mean, it's a slope, but still on the mountain here where you are near in your near area. Um, you don't see any other wreckage within sight, but there is a big cliff um, not far away that the you know the bit of fuselage just tumbled over moments after you all got off of it. I'm going to grab a jacket if I find one. Yeah. Yep. You will find uh, plenty of winter clothing, uh, cold weather gear. More than you need since there's only six of, or five of you remaining now um, out of the original 13, I think, including the pilot. Yeah, I'll grab some. Uh, everyone grab some gear. The adrenaline's keeping you warm right now, but that won't last. Yep, you've got, uh, you find plenty of cold weather clothing. Um, you find your weapons, 
and you find some climbing gear. No, none of the food or water. Um, well, there's snow. We can we can eat snow, can't we? No, no. we can't survive off that. That actually uh, dehydrates our, you. Who's our Arctic survival I am. expert? Give me a luck roll there, Walter. Uh, pass. You do find um, a couple of tents. Oh, good. Other tents. Tents. Yeah. Can't well, we like find a cabin or something out here? That'd be the ideal there, sir. But you know, uh, just in case, it's always best to be prepared for the worst case. Well, how far is the nearest town? Does anybody nearest have city? any maps? Well, you don't know exactly where you are. However. So we're so, heading for Chutin Landing, but yes, and I'm. Well, you know, you're heading for Telegraph Creek is where you would land, and then you're to oh. drive to Chutin Landing. Now, you're able to um, kind of figure out, especially the, the survival experts, where you are based on, um, you know, taking a good survey of the land around you, recognizing the the kind of mountains around. You are currently on Devil's Elbow Mountain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the place conveniently oh. marked crash site. On oh, <laughs> that was nice. Of the map makers know. It's nice they, they it's, put that it's almost it's almost like it was uh, meant to be. Yeah. Looking off, uh, you know, to the left, you can see uh, Circle Mountain, Valhalla Mountain, and Cut Eye Mountain. Um, to the right, you can see Strata Mountain and Crocus Mountain. Um, you cannot, it's too far away to really see uh, shooting landing or the pumping station. And definitely it, too far away to see Telegraph Creek, of course. But if, if, if we had, well, you guys are the experts. Is that a road? Now, there is no road from where you are. There's no road to shooting landing from Devil's Elbow Mountain, I'm afraid. What was the red line? Is that the, the pipeline? Red line. Yeah, yeah, that's the pipeline itself. Well, if we so you can't that, see you can't see the pipeline. The pipeline goes along the uh, the river there, um, and kind of can serve as an easy guide if you need uh, for getting yeah. to the pumping station. That'll take us back to Exxon. I mean, uh, you can definitely if you if you kind of walk up and look over the cliff, you can see the uh, the wreckage that you just jumped out of down below. You also will see the uh, the front section of the plane down there as well that that broke off. Good. Um, you don't see the tail section immediately anyway, but right, you do definitely the see the, uh, perhaps. How far, how far down is that? It is about a 60 foot sheer cliff of ice. Ooh. And unfortunately, if you want to start making your way to shooting landing, it is the only real, um, it's the quickest way down. Mm -hmm. You do have climbing gear, of course, but. I, yeah, should we go down there and see if anybody made it? Yeah, I mean, probably. They, we'd want one to do it for us if we were that. Them, you know, maybe the pilot survived. Well, I'm just more concerned as to what we say when we publish this in a report that we at least tried. Is anybody concerned uh, about what happened? I'm very concerned but uh did we why don't run you run into the mountain or did something happen i would like you all to roll um power rolls uh, no let me know if anybody gets a hard success or better 
I hit it on the nose. Not hard, just regular. I got a 92. out of 70. Oof. I got a 93. Oof. Fail. Everybody, okay. Nobody remembers exactly what happens. You, you remember you were flying, everything was okay. Um, but yeah, you have a bit of a, a hole in your memory, perhaps from the trauma of the uh, mm -hmm. plane crash. I don't think any of you have probably ever been in a plane crash before. I don't even remember there being trouble. No. I woke up hanging upside down. Yeah, me too. Collect all the gear we can. Let's get this climbing gear. We have to go down. We have no choice. What's the weather like, by the way? Is it snowing or good, clear weather? Um, currently, it's not snowing. There's lots of snow on the ground. Um, okay. And the uh, the river is mostly frozen. The, I think it's called, forgive my pronunciation if I'm wrong, it's Stikine or Stikine River, S-T-I-K-I-N-E. We'll call it the Stikine River. Um, it is frozen. Um, it is late fall. However, it's unseasonably or un, yeah, unseasonably cold this year having a bit of a severe cold snap here and I just want to pull up something here so you start getting out the climbing gear yep and uh, making preparations for climbing down this ice cliff uh, now who is trained for climbing I am I am I am a little a little. So so Bjorn. Yeah. Harry. No. I've got a little. No. I've got pace. I didn't think so. Yeah. That makes could, sense. Could we like follow along the cliff and find a way that's easier to get down? It could be possible there, but this is I mean sixty feet. I, I know Harry, it's a little nerve nerve wracking, but that's not that far. Look, look, is that in the direction that we need to go in the first place? Yeah, you can see the pipeline. You see the Stickane River, and you know by direction, you know which way you need to go. So we need we need to go down the cliff anyway, is what you're saying? Yeah, yes. we yeah. got to go down okay. that way anyways. What I mean, you can try to walk around, but it's going to take you out of the way. And it's going to add right. many miles to your trip. All right. I guess I was just concerned that we're not going to need to go in the other direction to climb back up the cliff. So oh, no. you um, need to you need to climb down and cross the river. All right, well let's let's go. I don't really care if we even find anybody alive, it's just we have to go look. Did anybody write snowshoes down on their character sheets? Believe it or not, I did. You did? Yeah. How many pairs? <laughs> just one. You have one pair of snowshoes. Well you can carry me. You're on point. So um the snow down there, it's going to be uh, knee deep, looks like, for the most part. Maybe deeper in spots. Um, without the snowshoes, you're going to be probably moving about a mile per hour at best. You suspect, uh, you know, based on your position, you're about um, yeah, 14 plus miles, actually, with the, the path you have to walk to the, uh, to the station. And you have about eight hours of daylight left. Aren't they expecting us, though? Won't they At come the pumping station? Yeah. No, no, there's been no communication with the pumping station for a week. Fuck. Once we get down the cliff, the part of the plane that fell is down there, correct? Yep, yep. Two parts of the plane are down so there, in fact, yes. Because the. Walter... Uh... Oh, sorry. 
two yeah, parts. No, just to say the engine compartment and, and front cabin. Yeah, pilot's cabin are there as well. So, Walter, when we get down there, we, with the seat cushions, we could fashion uh, makeshift snowshoes or even with suitcase lids, tops, or holders, handles. We'd yeah. be able to get some strapping with the seat belts, and we could definitely fashion some makeshift uh, snowshoes, at least to get us to the uh, river. Yeah, we, we could, could walk along the frozen river without them. Right, yeah. We could try. I mean, yeah, anything to just spread out that weight. I mean, we could even do it with uh, tree limbs and, and greenery. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. So should we work in tandem to get them down? Maybe you, you, I go down first, you go down first, and we work in tandem. One person knows what they're doing on top, one person knows what they're doing halfway. That's what I was thinking. All right. yep. Watch him. He doesn't listen. Do we have any rope or anything thing. like that? Yeah, you got climbing gear. You got rope and oh, pins and probably uh, what are the climbing axes? What are those called? Climbing climbing picks? Are they? Yeah, I think it's a pick on one end and an axe on the other. In fact, so you can you could lower me down. How how big how big's Harold? Is Fink a big guy? Not really. I'm a size 55. I'm probably not strong enough to lower you down. Well, there's a couple of you. Can... <laughs> I don't know anything about climbing. Yeah. Well, if I, well I'll be able to... We've we'll got... probably be able to tie a rope to where yeah, you yeah, just we... kind of rappel off. We've got climbing gear and stuff. We can, yeah, we can totally figure this out. I would say somebody that knows how to climb goes down first, and then aren't there three of us that have climbing experience? And then two will stay up here and lower people down who don't know what they're doing, I think. We could tie yeah. the rope to a tree or something. And... Well, someone can belay you down. We, we can figure it out. We're hardest on you. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's going first? Who's the better climber of the three of us that can climb? I got 55. A little better than me. You're better than me. So, you're going. I paid you. You're going. Uh, you want me to make a roll in? Yep. I want you to make a uh, climb check. It's going to be uh, a hard check. You're going down a frozen cliff. Oh, freaking one. Nice. Yeah, you're going to make your way down no problem at all. I would like you to roll roll any die and just tell me if you roll odd or even, please. Oh, you're like a ballet dancer he throws down. Odd. Rolled an odd. Okay, so as you're making your way down nice and smoothly, an icicle does break away um, and strike you in the shoulder. Doesn't hinder your, your amazing climbing roll, though. You, you make it down like a champ. Uh, you take one point of damage from that ice uh, icicle, however. And then I yell up to the to the guys uh we got loose ice here be careful coming down and you see i have like a nice tear in my uh my overcoat yeah i would have made you make a strength check to hold on but you rolled that zero one i'm not gonna that that was a, a nice little critical roll so mm -hmm. so on pay two is the first one to make it down so that was with rope and everything he went down yeah yeah he went down no problem it's just that an icicle broke loose and fell down and struck him in the shoulder uh, okay, so now we're lowering somebody down who doesn't have any climbing experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So if you guys are just going to tie 
tie a rope on him and lower him down. Um, and I'm fucking terrified. Right. Who's yeah, taking the lead on this? On, on the uh, who's taking the brunt of the weight on the rope? I know you'll be distributing it, of course, but Bjorn, I can. Bjorn, I can. Bjorn, give me a strength roll. I'm strong guy. Ass, 19 out of 90. Oh, nice, yeah. Wow. No problem. You guys are able to lower him down. However, uh, Harry, please give me a, uh, a dice roll, odd or even. Doesn't matter. I will ask you guys many times over the course of the scenario to roll odd. even or odd. So. Odd, yes, you also do get hit by an icicle, unfortunately, falling above. Fuck, you don't fuck. have to roll. You don't have to roll to hold on because you weren't holding on in the first place, really. So. Right. I take a point one of po damage. One point of damage, yes, one point of damage. God damn it. Who's next? Bjorn, that worked really well. Maybe you should lower everybody down. I didn't realize sure. you were so strong. Sure, <laughs> not a worry. <laughs> Bjorn's working up a sweat already in that yeah. uh, winter winter clothing. Yeah. Being hampered, stuck in a plane for all that time. You know, I just want to go out and do something. Absolutely. Right. Who's next? Who's getting lowered down? Uh, now, Bjorn, are you going to be able to climb down yourself if you lower Isaac and I down? Well, if, if we run a rope up and down, you can belay me down, probably. I'll sort of bounce my way down if you can belay me. Sure, so we can do that. I ought okay. to. All right. All right. I'll go next, then. Okay. Give me another strength roll there, Bjorn. 84. <laughs> Ooh, that's a close one. Um, <laughs> yeah, slips a little bit. Um, Walter... Ping pong. Ding dong. Walter, you take two points of damage as you bash your head off the side of the ice cliff, and also give me an odd and even roll. <laughs> hey, Bjorn, hey, what's going on? Up? Even, even. No yeah. icicles strike you at least on the way down. You make it down. So, um, oh, I was gonna. Only, a, only a little worse for wear. <laughs> set the belay up so we could take some of the weight off down here. Okay. Okay, Isaac is next, I guess, then, yeah? Yeah, and you're going to lower okay. me. Go for it, Bjorn. 79. 79. Uh, roll a bonus die, sorry, with the with the belay setup. I'll let you roll a bonus die as well, see if you do any better. Uh, what do you want me to roll for that? A... You just roll one extra d10. Oh, okay. Two. So it's a 29 instead of a 79. And uh, <laughs> that's that's a hard success. You get Isaac down without any issue, except Isaac roll out even. Odd. Odd. You do get struck by an icicle. Take one point of damage. There's lots of icicles dropping off this cliff as you guys shimmy down it or, or like swing someone back. Swing down and it. Clear them all off. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Who volunteers for tribute? Uh, so all that's left is for you, Bjorn. So now, right. let me get this right. You're kind of lowering yourself, but you have them well, like, if, holding the rope at the bottom. They, they so hold the of... rope at the bottom, and it goes up and around, and they lower right. it down, and I sort of, they control it with, I actually know how to do this. Um, they control it with knots and such and at the bottom. Now, ordinarily, I know, know when you're climbing, you can set up the um, the pitons or whatever they're called in you know, such a way, pitons, yeah, that you can kind of shake them loose from down below, right? As I recall, you don't have to leave them behind. I don't know if that would work with the belay setup, though, would it? Does anybody know anything about climbing? No, but do we care if we leave it behind? No, maybe not. As long as you don't have to climb down any more ice, because it doesn't matter, right? 
Well, the, the rope oh. goes up and around something. It's not tied to anything. It's sort of like mm -hmm. you're using it like a pulley. And so right. when the person gets down to the bottom, detaches, you can just pull the rope down through again. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Gotcha. Sounds good to me. So in that Top case, rope. then, Bjorn, you can give me um... – oh, who's, low... who's lowering Bjorn down? Well, Happy two to. of us could be down here with the rope. Sure. Yep. I'm, but one, I'm pretty strong. Okay, one person's so... in the lead. Isaac? Sure. Go ahead and give me uh, that roll, and you get the bonus die as well. Sweet. 35. It's not a hard. I could make okay. it a hard if I can spend luck. You can spend luck if you'd like. Oh, I'll make it a hard for my buddy Bjorn. <laughs> okay. Bjorn, odd or even? You're muted. Odd. Sorry. Odd. Do you, uh, you, do, odd. you do take a, an icicle to the leg on the way down. Uh, an icicle. <laughs> These are, and um, when I say icicles, I'm talking about like a five foot long, you know, dragon's maybe we, tooth of a. Maybe we should have knocked all of those off before we went down the cliff. You look up at the cliff and there's just dozens, maybe scores of these things. Uh, but you made it down, down yeah. the sixty-foot ice cliff, and you can now uh, investigate the wreckage if you like. Right. I'm going to go to the uh, flight deck. Is where I'm going to go to first. Right. Um, and I'm going to see if I can get my gear, my clipboards and stuff. Give me a spot hidden check. We were checking the uh, the engine and and cockpit section. Actually, I say engine. I don't even know if this thing has an engine in the front or if they're just wing engines. Hmm. That, that's a fail. That's a Ooh. fail? Okay. Yeah. Harry, you said you're looking to see if you can find your things? Yeah. I got an 82. I can't find them. I'm helping them. Besides that girl's bloody all over the place inside there. Yeah, like a lot of the bags, the packs that were still in there got bashed all over the place and open and strewn about. And, um, yeah. Maybe I find a toothbrush. Okay. Oh, I'd pay two. You wanted to do first aid on yourself? Yeah, give yes. me a first aid roll. Uh, 40 out of 45. 40 out of 45? Okay, yep. You can recover one hit point. That's a good idea. Yeah. Two, you want to do that? You want to do that to everybody? Yeah, if anybody else needs help, I'll. Uh, Did I'll anybody come down unscathed? Take care I think of everybody myself. got hurt. Yeah, I got my head back. Beat so for Isaac, 21 out of 45. Yep, you get a hit point back, Isaac. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, on pay two, I, my head oh. got scraped. Yeah, Walter's 14. bleeding a little bit on the scalp. Fourteen for Walter and yeah. Bjorn. You got, you didn't get hurt. Or you got hurt. I took a point. Yep. Uh twenty-three. Okay. Yep. Uh, Fink. I, I got hurt, but I, I did myself. I got a thirteen, so I. Uh, took my all right. Back. Anybody else? Actually, you could all, um, if you're all kind of looking around, you could make uh, spot hidden checks. I'm looking for, um, let me see here. I'm looking for extreme success. Oh. Failed, 97. Wow. Extreme success. Yeah. Get all these fails out of the way early. That's lads. right. Extreme success for Isaac. Isaac, you notice um, there's a hole in one of the engines. Looks like something punched through the outer casing. Perfect. I'm a it, mechanical engineer. You want to examine it and take a I, look? I would. I'll walk over and examine what, it. Whatever smashed into it, 
um, is no longer present. So it wasn't something like a, like a missile or anything of that sort, you know. Um, it's like something broke through it and then fell away, perhaps. But it's a sizable, like it's, it's a little over a two foot wide um, hole, you know, with the, uh, wow. the broken bent bits. And it, and it, it's, it's almost like a cannonball or something hit it. Yeah, it's, something. Isn't there very any much so. damage the engine? Correct. And this thing is huge. It's a huge yeah. I mean, it could have been a, a it, it probably wasn't a bird strike, but it could have been a baby pterodactyl strike. No, something big. Something big smashed into the uh, the engine, left a large hole, and did some massive damage to the engine. And you can see that the engine the engine definitely would have failed. When you I'll point that out probably what caused the crash. Maybe this was what did it. We hit something, something airborne, or something hit us. Something big. Oh. Uh, I go over there and, and look, and I'm like, going, well, do you think the north wind, you know, maybe they got some, I don't know, may, they're eco-terrorists, maybe they got like a surface air, like a stinger or something. It, is there How any would they even know you were here? Sorry. I don't know, but I mean, what else could, I mean, these planes are made to take birds, so it's not like a bird would have done that. A meteorite? The eco-terrorists make more sense than a meteorite. Hmm. Well. How would they even know we were here? Military grade I recognize. I'm sorry, what did you say, Sean? Is there anything military grade I would recognize? Doesn't look like anything that you've seen in your military career. You're thinking... Um, like if it had been like a large projectile, a large it would have it would it would have stuck into the engine most likely. It wouldn't have hit, you know, not not still be present. You know, whatever hit this must have ricocheted off. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, when I was up in the flight deck, I was wanting to check the radio to see if it had any battery power left. Right. Um. Yeah, go ahead and uh, oh no, you want to make a roll. Let's see here. It, it has a little bit of battery power left. Yes. All right. I'll uh, since I was a survivalist expert, I'd know the uh, radio frequency uh, two forty three, and I'll make the uh, call. You know, mayday, 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 and you know, uh, whoever our flight flight call sign was. Uh, we are down in. Can't remember the name of the mountain. Anyone copy? Devil's elbow. We're down down near a devil's elbow. Anyone copy? You're just getting static back. Okay. Throw the squelch on. See if it extends it more. Try again. But maybe more static. All right. Well, no one's hearing us, hearing us on the radio. And now you all would probably. You should know anyway, yeah, that they would have radio equipment, of course, at the uh, pumping station. Um, ha they have to be able to radio to Telegraph Creek in order to get communications through to the company at large. So just a possibility. Harold, do, do you know what freak they, they operate on up there? Um, do I? Ooh, I probably um, wouldn't. Why would I? 
Uh, maybe in your book. You I, thought, I thought maybe in your book or something else. Yeah. Yeah, it probably would be in your handbook, which is in your personal luggage, which you can't find. Damn it. <laughs> can't you just try them all? Uh, that's a lot. Uh, I, I guess we could, but I don't know how long his battery's going to dry out. I'm on the emergency freak if they should be listening to that. So it took about a half an hour for you all to get down the ice cliff. And you spent about another half an hour looking around, surveying the damage, looking for things, and discussing the situation with radio. If you want to continue making calls, you can. Now, is there smoke going up from here? Uh, there is um, a little bit of smoke. It's not, it's not like a massive fire, but there's a little bit of smoke going up from the en uh, engine, of course, yeah. That said, it, you know, is it going up high enough to be seen over the mountains, per se? Don't they yeah. have some sort of a flight plan that... I don't know uh, that if we don't show up, they'll send out a search party. Well, the, yeah, but we were flying to a place where they haven't had contact with them, so would they be expecting it? And if we were flying low enough, we wouldn't have had to file a flight plan. Well, I don't know how these things work. It's just... Well, you brought me. On page, you start taking apart taking apart the uh, seat belts and bits of metal and starts working on making some uh, snowshoes. Yeah. Uh, is there any other people here? Like, because we were also wanting to check to see if like any other survivors. Right. Um, you, oh, thank you for bringing that up. You do notice in the, uh, the cockpit, your mechanical engineer, one of the mechanical engineers, um, who was also the co-pilot is in there and he's, he's quite dead. Um, he's still strapped into his seat. However, the pilot is missing, and his seatbelt is hmm. torn. Torn? Torn, yes. Like, not unbuckled. In fact, the buckle is still in, but the belt is, like, burst, shredded, whatever, you, you know. How's the gla glass? Is the glass intact? Oh, no, no. The glass is definitely, you know, you figure probably when it okay. went down the side of the cliff, it smashed yep. all the bits, you know. Seatbelts are a myth anyway. They're just uh, security theater that makes people. He was feel either very forcibly ejected from that seat or possibly pulled out of it. So is the seatbelt cut or is it shredded, pulled apart? It's broken apart. Yeah, like 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 forcibly broken. Is there blood anywhere around? Uh, yeah, you look closely. Yeah, you do find some some hints of blood on the seat and and on parts of the seatbelt. Blood all over the place. There is a lot of blood, yeah. A lot of the mechanics blows around too, but definitely you find some blood on the uh, actual seatbelt itself. It's Even weird. some, uh, you find a little bit of fabric and and uh, skin as well. Do they have flare guns or anything like that? I I give have me, no idea how this works. Give me a luck roll, Harry. All right, I'm not looking for one. I'm just I'm I'm barking stuff at people. <laughs> Fifty six. Uh, what's my luck? Oh, my eyes. Nope. There would probably be an emergency kit somewhere with uh, with flares and things of that sort in it, just in case of situations like this, like a crash, but you don't find that kit. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm more or less barking these things at the at the uh, survival people, because they're supposed right. to make yeah, of course. survive. Yeah. Well, one of your survival people is already making snowshoes for you all, so you'll be able to walk without being knee-deep in snow all the time. 
And the other uh, one is helping survey the damage and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. After I'm done searching up in the flight deck, I'll go help uh, on a pay two uh, with that because. Okay. So you need to make a total of four more pairs of improvised snowshoes. Um, just trying to think of how long that would take. Actually, do you have any kind of a crafting skill or anything of that sort? I would that fall under. Or just roll, survival? just roll survival. Yeah, of course, just roll survival. Yeah. Uh, that's a hard, hard success. And how about and pay two? I rolled a twenty out of seventy-five, so it is nice. also hard. Just you guys, stream. You guys get um, those uh, four pairs of snowshoes done up in like half an hour. You're quick While they're doing that, Ian, I'd like to yes. wander around and just. I'd like to make sure number one, that I don't see anybody watching us. If that's possible. So I'd like to take my scope, you know, put my rifle together, and sort of scan with my scope the general mm -hmm. vicinity to make sure that nobody's actually watching us do whatever we're doing right now. Okay. Give me a um, a spot hidden check while you're doing that. Um, however, get it with a penalty die, please. Penalty sixty one. Which, okay. Sorry, I have to go back here. Uh, oh, my spot hidden is like 30, so that's not a pass. Um, but you said a penalty die, I rolled a 9. Okay, so it's a 99 then, right? Yeah, so right. I'm seeing Sasquatch everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, but you don't see anybody watching you. Uh, what's everyone else doing while the survivalists are making the um, snowshoes and Bjorn is looking around with a spyglass? I'm standing nearby doing this. Okay. You can give me a spot hidden roll, too. Okay. No penalty die. Yeah, 99. Oh, jeez. I'm just thinking, I'm Harry's looking at my inner do you have Do you have cold weather gear on, Harry? Did you... Uh, I, found, I found a jacket and stuff, but... Yeah. It's not, it's not Arctic weather stuff. Hey, this scene is going to change drastically as soon as the sun goes down. I think we ought to make a plan here. Yeah, you've got about uh, five and a half hours of, of daylight left. Probably take an hour to, to, to make a camp. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, five hours isn't going to get us anywhere. So. Yeah. Well, shouldn't we just stay where we are then? And, and no, I mean, I we can use part of this as a shelter. We could, but we've got a long way to go. We're not going to do it in one day either way. I, th I think we ought to get by that pipeline because that's the line of communication. That's where so people, you know, are going to easily try. If anyone's up here, that's where people are going to be traveling along. I think we ought to cut the idea that somebody's going to come save us and start working on us saving ourselves. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. But wait, since we got to move, we're going to take about an hour to set up shelter. So if we can get a couple hours of travel since it's about 15 miles to where we're going anyway. Is, um, is there any water? Have we found any water in the plane? No, um, like I said, though it, you know, you could melt snow for water. I know it's not ideal, but it's better than no water at all. Wasn't there a river? There's frozen. a river too, a frozen river not far away, which you will yeah. probably have to cross. Can't we just break through the Very ice? Soon. Get water. Probably too deep, too frozen. Um, I suggest we get some combustible materials from the plane. And each fill a uh, dump a backpack out, fill it up so we could uh, 
at least have a fire tonight. Yeah, I think most of the stuff in the plane's synthetic. Yeah, is there it's any trees? Be burning plastic. Yeah, are there, there, there are there are plenty of trees around. It's not deep woods here, but there's mm -hmm. plenty of trees around, and um, the snowfall is long enough ago. You can find enough pretty semi-dry wood in oh, the trees okay. to, to to chop out some firewood. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll go. Oh, so there's is there snow around? Yeah. Well, yes, yes, yes. A little bit. Like I said, the snow is uh, probably up to knee deep. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Right, places. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's. Sure. I mean, let's go to the pipeline then. I mean, at least it gives us a direction. So All right. We can take with us from the plane to assist with building a shelter when we, if we get to the pipeline by dark. Anything like blankets? Or Are the uh, blankets? Or... We uh, we found a couple yeah. tents too. Right. We had we tents. tents. Yep. yep. Sorry. You found yep. you found tents and cold weather gear, so you would find some blankets, um, jackets, pillows. Um, we should siphon off some fuel if there's anything left in the tanks too, just so we can start a fire. That's a very smart idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Except it's it's airplane fuel. I mean, it'll still burn. Oh shit! It'll burn. <laughs> Use it sparingly. Can I right, pair so those I'm shoes so that I can, I can walk in this fucking snow? Yeah, I made. We made a set for everyone. How how do I go put these on? I'll assist you there, uh, Harry. <laughs> I'd like everybody to roll power rolls, please. Fail. Forty-one. I failed every roll so far. Our success. <laughs> okay, Isaac's got a success. I think uh, Unpaytu had a success. Garen. Right. Yeah, I had a success. Twenty-six. Garen also had a success. I think those are the only three. Yeah. Okay. So the three of you all have the uh, distinct, unsettling feeling that you are being watched. Um, again, you look through your glass and look around, maybe Bjorn, but uh, you don't see anyone. Bjorn, you feel that? <laughs> I feel eyes on our back. Yeah, this isn't good, man. Feel that. That's it. This is unsettling. This is, uh... We should move. We should get a move on. Uh, you all have your weapons? Oh, yeah. We should. Is there any extra weaponry yeah. kicking around? Uh, extra ammunition or anything quickly before we leave? Have we seen anything? Or is it all just all over the place? Um. There, well, there was up where the crash was. <laughs> How much ammo uh, do we have? What's your luck, Bjorn? Uh, my luck. With my luck, um, my luck is forty-five. Forty-five. Unfortunately, you don't see any extra down here. Um, what you uh, what you have would be uh, whatever's on your character sheet. If you didn't write it down, then I would assume like for, for the security specialist, you'd have like maybe three clips, three spare clips. Um, for the guides, uh, depending on what you have, I suppose if you've got a hunting uh, rifle, what do you think yep. you would carry in your personal gear? Maybe a box of ammo? A box Probably, of uh, yeah. Ammo. Yeah, well, I, was, I was thinking like 10, 10 to 15 shells, like, I don't know, or not shells, but bullets. Mm -hmm. If if you think you would have that on your uh, on your person, then I would uh, allow it. You know, whatever you think you'd have in your personal um, bags, except for Harry, who lost his personal bags, but uh, <laughs> he didn't he didn't carry any weapons anyway. Ten shells. That's all you got with you, Walter. 
Uh, oh, actually, Bjorn. Pool room or something? Because that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, Bjorn? Bjorn, what kind of rifle do you have? I have a. It is a Canadian 1986-85 vintage. Uh, you brought an antique. Oh no, C7A1. Oh, it's 1985 right now. Yeah, C7 it's not A1. vintage. <laughs> C7A1. I brought an antique. I have a Leonfield rifle, but I, my sidearm is a Glock. Oh, there you go. I've got an M16 for fuck's sake. Oh, okay. yeah, Trace, Tracy has a few clips of M16 ammo on her corpse. Um, oh. You don't see her rifle anywhere. But I uh, don't want a rifle. Yeah. I she, my... she, has, she has three clips for the M16 um, on her person. And she's really dead now. Yeah. She did not survive the fall. Really dead. Extra dead. <laughs> this time her eyes are open and the blood is still pouring out, even more so from everywhere. Mm. Lovely. If... I didn't realize she, I forgot she was still in there. If she was like that, I'm going to pull her out, lay her body down, close her eyes, and try and wrap her in a, a couple jackets or something. At least there's some suitcases over her. We got to get moving. Yeah, you can't can, one of your mechanical uh, engineers is in the uh, the co pilot seat as well. So yeah. The bears are going to eat him before anybody ever gets to him. Yeah. No, no bear took the pilot. No, I'm saying that there's no point in taking care of the dead bodies, they're going to be eaten up by wild animals. They do have grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Alright. So they're probably asleep this time of year. But okay. So about this time now, it's about noon, midday, and you've got about five hours of daylight left. Alright. Let's press. Oh, my God. I'll, t I'll take the lead. I'll take point. I'll, I'll take the rear. Don't bunch up. Take close to the rear. All right, Harold. If you need a break, let us know. We don't want to. We don't want you wearing yourself out. That's worse than than trying to overexert yourself. You just want it to now be here, over. On the valley floor, as you kind of make your way towards the pipeline and intend to follow that all the way, kind of as your guide to the pumping station, you will have to cross the frozen Stikeen River. Uh, most of the surface is frozen. However, on pay two, you look, the ice does not look very thick. Mm. Crossing Watch. will be dangerous. Watch your stuff, gents. But you could get some water if you have containers to put it in. Should we find a place where a log or something has crossed the river? And what How long did it take us to get to the river? Oh, not long at all. Probably within a half an hour of the time you start moving. So about 12.30. I have one canteen on me. Uh, if everybody want to take their fill, drink as much as you can, and we'll refill it, and I'll throw it back in my backpack. If anybody else has containers, fill them up too. I also have a water purification straw and some tablets. Good. Yeah. I packed MRE, so we got food. So. Good. One thing I didn't pack. I didn't pack food. All right. Yeah. Drinker fill and. Hmm. How wide's this river? For crossing purposes. Yeah. That's a good question. Let me pull up the picture again. Let's see if I can get an idea. Okay, you're here. You're going to be crossing there. Um, 
maybe a couple hundred feet mm. at the at the narrow point here. Mm. Is there anybody watching us? Less than a football field, but uh, still considerable amount. Um, give me a power roll. Unless you passed earlier. Did you pass earlier? I passed earlier. So I still have the you same still, You still feel. You still feel like you're being watched, yes. But you don't see anybody. You're just being paranoid. Um, give me a listen roll, Isaac. There's nobody out here. Since you're being extra paranoid. That's an extreme. An extreme success? Yeah. You hear an eerie scream in the distance. Like a wild animal, like a cat, like a coyote. Do you have any uh, natural history or any uh, no. nature skills, biology, no. anything? No. no. So it could yeah, be a wolf. Sounds, could be a wolf. Could be a coyote. Deer um, make weird noises. It's almost has a hint of human sounding to it, but not quite. It's got to be some kind of an animal. Anybody around me? Did anybody hear that? I, I'll say that. Anybody hear that? Or what? Yeah. So you guys all get quiet and listen. You don't hear yeah. anything now. Like You're not sprint. sure which direction it came from either. It was impossible to tell the direction. I don't know if we're in uh, in Talton territory. Uh, there's uh, indigenous people that live up here. There was a lot of trouble with them and Exxon um, and the pipeline. Uh, we might run into some of them maybe if we're lucky. What uh, kind of trouble? Yeah. Do they like well, us? they this there's they have sacred land up here and they don't want us to put the pipeline through their sacred land. There were all sorts of negotiations and, and there's places where they definitely don't want us going because they the headwaters are their sacred their sacred headwaters and stuff like that. But uh the, the the nations are up here and they're you know so on pay to you for sure would know you're definitely in Talton territory that's what, one of the reasons why the tribe was so upset about the pipeline is it's going through their kind of sacred lands and all so this is yeah. their land Peto would know so we might if you feel like people are watching us maybe it's them all we need to do is get their attention they're not like hostile or anything <laughs> the North Wind is a radical uh, Talton organization. Oh, they are. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were Talton. They are, they are uh, primarily Talton. They're Talton origin. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Let's get us the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm looking at this map. Do we have to cross this river right now? Um, do you have to cross it right now? No. You do have to cross it eventually, and this is the narrowest point. All right. All right, Walter on pay two. What's right. the call? Well, I think I think we're gonna cross here. That's my call. I'm gonna. I'm a pretty small guy, so I'm gonna. I I said I'll go across first. So I'll take some rope. That way, if I go, you guys can get me out, and then we'll have a rope there. So if you guys go, uh, once I get across, I'm wait. I'm gonna get a fire going. That way, if anyone goes in, we can start getting dried out quick. What if Are you go in? On the other side? Well, someone's got to go first, Harold. What was that, Isaac? Sorry. Are we camping on the other side? 
probably the pipeline is just over there. Are we going to travel more before we camp? Probably travel. Well, what time is it? Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, travel more. Twelve thirty one is what you said. At this point in time, it's about one o'clock. Yeah, you got about four hours left of daylight. So yeah. hold off on the fire. We might not need it. Are you going to crawl across the ice to get across the river? No, the fire is so that if one, somebody falls in the water, they can dry out. Right. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Light the fire. So which one was going across first? Was it on pay two? I, no, I will. Walter. Walter. I'm, I'm a pretty small guy. So. It was Walter. Sorry. Okay. Go I'm careful. looking at other things. That I'm hearing voices, but I haven't quite got full voice recognition on all of it yet. Because my right. cousin right. rep fell through the ice uh, on... I, I, uh, I don't know if I need that story right before I go out on the river. <laughs> well, if you, if you hear any cracking noises, come running back. Just tie oh, a rope don't do to that. Him. Don't do that. Yeah. Tie a rope to him. Sure. Yeah. Of All right. course. Um, yeah, so you start to make your way across, Walter. Go ahead and give me, um, let's call this a dexterity check. Okay. But I'm going to have you give me a bonus die because of your knowledge as an Arctic survival expert. Okay. You've crossed ice before. Both of my 10s were a 90. So uh, 93 yeah. out of uh, 75. Luck. So as you're making your way across, hairline fractures explode across the surface. Um, I think light thoughts. You think light thoughts and um, <laughs> give me a jump check okay. to see if you can manage to avoid falling into the massive crack, which is about to open right underneath. Oh, you. come on. No. No. Fail. no. Would you like to, Would you like to spend luck? You need a hard success. Uh, I don't want to spend all my luck. I understand. Okay, <laughs> so it cracks. You try to jump across, but you don't make it far enough, and you fall into the uh, freezing cold water. Oh, my cigarettes! Pull, pull the rope. Pull the rope. <laughs> pull him out of the water. Pull back, Isaac. Start a fire. Roll in the snow. Or, what, what, what? We're pulling. We're pulling the rope. No, if you're okay, rolling the snow, it, it's stop, drop, and roll. It sucks you guys the water away back. from you. You manage to pull him back, um, and get him out before hypothermia sets in. Right. However, he's still soaking wet, and of course, it's a danger. Start pulling so all yeah. the yeah. clothing. Yeah, I strip. You need to get uh, warm and dry. Yeah, I'm gonna strip because that clothing's gonna freeze. It's a really good thing you guys tied the rope to him. Could have been, that could have been a lot worse. Do we have any extra clothing? Sorry, not really. But we well, can did you out. grab extra clothing? Who asked that? Was that uh, MP2? Yeah. Give oh. me a luck roll, MP2. Oh, eight. Yes, you definitely thought to grab extra sets of the clothing. So, I mean, you had, there's five of you. There was clothing on board there for 13 people. We're going to say maybe you didn't find it all, but you could have up to five extra sets, I'll say. Of, of clothing. Start uh, getting him. Uh, I, I'm trying to start. Does anybody have a lighter? I do. All right, Probably wet. I have waterproof matches in my backpack. I hand matches. Okay, wait. matches. wait, wait, wait. Before we start a fire, which is going to take hours, and we've got dry clothes, so we can just put them in dry clothes. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll put it on the dry. 
dry clothes, my old clothes will freeze, and then you break that off. That's how you get the water out of it in the Arctic, anyway. I mean, we've got to figure out how to get across this river. Walter's okay. He's got dry clothes. Yeah, yeah you you've got a big break shoes. in the ice here now, so you're going to probably need to move down a bit further before trying to cross again. I'm being hyper-vigilant because this would be a perfect place to ambush a group. So mm. I'm just watching around with my M16 ready. Nice. I'll, I'll take point on the next river crossing. Same thing with the ropes. Well, we've still got to cross. Yeah, so you get changed out, get into uh, dry clothing, Walter. Um, you don't take the time to build a fire yet, so then you're going to move down a little bit further and then try another crossing, by which point okay. it will then be um, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. On pay two, you're crossing, you're going across this time? Yes. yes. Okay. Go ahead and give me that uh, dexterity roll. Uh, it is the ice is unfortunately not as thick as you would like so you're just having to kind of walk carefully and listen to the sounds and make sure 49 out of 50 <laughs> you gingerly make your way across the river um, a little over 200 feet across you make it across do we have side. enough rope to to traverse the whole river or no we have at least 120 Just. feet because we went up and down a, the side of the yeah. cliff. But I... Right. Yeah, you have um, you have 240 foot of rope. Might mark that down on your character sheet if you want to keep track. 240? 200, 240 feet of rope total. All right. I'm going to say Who? it's like four bundles of 60 foot. Who wants to go next? So now we've got a rope to hold on to. Yep, you got a rope tied on each end. Basically, you can use the climbing pipe pitons. I hate that word. I can never say it. I, I think climbing I'm, pitons. I think I'm kind of freaked out, so I'm just going to sprint across. But I'm going to have the rope, okay, so that I can grab the rope if it if it breaks. But I'm and I'm trying to somehow land as lightly as I can as I'm running. <laughs> You're like gingerly sprinting, kind I'm of gingerly sprinting. sprinting. Yeah. It looks so awkward. How much did you see? What's your size? I'm a 55. Just okay. Yeah, you're sorry. below average size, actually. Yeah. Average size is 65. So, um, okay. Give me a dexterity roll, please, with a uh, penalty die, please. Hmm. Uh, 19. Come on, that's a good roll. And. 41. You said dex, and my dex is 55. Okay, so your total roll so is 19, it. yeah? Yeah. 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 You managed to do so. You slip on the ice a couple times, but you don't uh, You don't fall. Um, and surprisingly, you make it all the way across without causing any more massive cracks or uh, splintering of the ice. Harry makes it across. Joins MP2 on the other side. Walter, Bjorn, what do you want to do? Yep, we got got across. Uh, Bjorn, you want to go? Then me? Then Isaac, sure. since you're kind of watching. Sure. Can I take a – how, how t tight tense is this rope? Like, is it, like, just loose, or 
Are we taught? I'd imagine you guys would have. I'd imagine you guys made it pretty taut, yeah, to because you want to use it to. Can't we crawl across the ice? I mean, if we crawled, it would disperse our weight. You could. I want to use the rope to sort of take some of my weight because I've got my my pack and my uh, my weapons Mm. on my back too. So I kind of want to lean on the rope and use it to sort of take some of the weight. Also, if it cracks, I can grab on. Bjorn, if you have a carabiner, you can hook it to your belt and then clip it to the rope. I I would normally, but I didn't write it down. The the last person's going to have to untie the rope. Should be with climbing gear. I don't see oh, why that's it true. wouldn't be. That's true. We should have some D-rings and climb carabiners in our climbing gear. Yeah, sure. It'll make sense. Right. I have one clip on my keychain. I'll clip. I'm gonna <laughs> clip my bags to okay? through the handles through the rope, so they're clipped on, and then I'll clip myself on with the harness as well, so that if I if I slip and fall, I'm attached to the rope. Yep, and you don't lose your gear. Good. Okay, so you start working your way across. Give me a dexterity roll, please. And you can give me a bonus die on that as well. Okay. I rolled a 58, and my dexterity is 65. <laughs> so you want me to roll a bonus? Uh, I rolled a zero on my... Um... So instead of a 58, it turns to a zero eight. And uh, yeah, you make it across no problems whatsoever. Okay. Make it look easy. That carabiner trick worked real well. All right. Well, I'll follow his example. Okay. Walter starts making his way across. While he's doing that, I would like, let's see, who's on the other side of the river? On pay two, Harry and Bjorn, I'd like all three of you to give me uh, spot hidden rolls, please, while Walter's working his way across the same way as Bjorn. <laughs> 90 hours. Point, Walter, Bell. you can give me your dexterity roll with a bonus die, too. Nine. What'd you get, Bjorn? Nine. Nine. Okay. Zero nine. So as Walter is making his way across, uh, looking back kind of beyond your party, you know, the direction you came from, um, at the edge of sight, pretty much on the mountain, you know, Devil's Elbow Mountain, which you basically scaled down and, you know, you think you see a figure standing up there on the cliff. It's, It's very far away at this point, but... It's, it's hard to tell. It looks like it could be a man in heavy winter clothes or maybe a bear. You know, yes, you have a spyglass. Yes, you pull that out. Take a closer look. And as you do so, it ducks out of sight, uh, like, like moving back down away from the cliff. Um, but you just got a, a hint of kind of like a, a dirty white, like an off-white I'm sure it could have been a could have been a winter jacket or could have been fur. I don't know what has white fur though in this area. Maybe a moose covered in snow. A wandering polar bear. A bear covered in snow. Yeah. yeah. There's no polar bears in, no, I know. in this part of the country, unfortunately, but yeah. Unfortunately. How did you do on your dexterity roll, Walter? I passed that one. You pass it? Okay, yeah, you yeah. make it across no problem as well then. And Isaac being the, the last to go uh, can also dexterity roll with a penalty, or a bonus die, sorry. And doesn't he have to untie the rope? Oh, well, if he's going to do that, then he loses his bonus die. What if I crawl across? Do I get a bonus die back? Yes. 
because that's my plan. I'll untie the rope. You guys can pull the rope across, and I'm going to crawl. Cradle my M16 and crawl. Okay. Tie the rope you... around you, and we can pull you out. Yeah. You get Whoever yelled that out, that's a good idea. I'll yeah. tie the rope around me. Good, good idea. And you're pulling a pack as well? Yeah, 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 but I'm fine. It's a hard success. Yeah, you make it across, no problem. Yay, you all made it across the Sticking River. Um, Walter did take a dunk a little bit earlier, but uh, you, you've all made it across now. And at this point in time... Who saw the figure? ...is now 3 o'clock. You have two hours of daylight left. Bjorn saw the figure. Did Bjorn tell any of us that he saw a figure? I he wait till yet. you get across. And when I say, okay, everybody, now that we're over here, I look through my warp rifle scope because I saw some movement and there was something off-white that ducked as soon as it caught the glint of my scope, maybe, I don't know. And uh, it was up there. I point in the direction to describe where it was. White? Was it a rabbit? A little bigger than a rabbit, sir. Was it a wolf? Because I heard something cry. I would. Uh, you said it was bear size, perhaps, GM. Uh, or it could have been a person. Bear. It could have been, yeah. Could have bigger been a person than person. A person bear. or bigger, not a rabbit or coyote size thing. We need to get yeah, a fire started. It could have been a person. We don't have all of the crew accounted for, right? The pilots missing. Were there right. other missing bodies? Yeah, well, you're missing. Um, let's see, four more security specialists and another engineer as well. Well, if you, yeah. if you start a fire, they'll see the fire and come. Do we if, want them to see the fire? If they're members of our crew, why not? What if they're not? I agree with Isaac. We, we have to start a fire. Them. We'll all freeze to death. On no, that note, Walter, Walter, I would like a uh, constitution check, please, because you did all take right. a dunk in the river earlier. Bail. And you did change into warm clothing, but you did not build a fire and warm your body up. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you, being a survivalist expert, uh, an Arctic survivalist expert, that you would recognize the onset, the early signs of hypothermia setting in. All right. I will uh, voice that quickly because I don't want to uh, start losing control of my mind and not be, not people be aware of it and like, Guys, you know my uh, core is starting to to drop. I I we're I got to side with Harold on that one. We're going to need a fire. Mechanically like, speaking, this means you're going to have two penalty dice on all dexterity and intelligence checks, and you're going to suffer an immediate two levels of exhaustion, which gives you a penalty die on all skill checks and halves your speed. Now, does all he right. say this out loud? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he I, say this out loud. Yes. I I go down and I go through my pack and I have two pack of hand warmers, the kind you break and you know take them and and strap them into your bicep or forearm and the the blood will warm up as it circles back towards your heart and it'll slow down the the hypothermia. I only have two sets. I'll give you one. What can I do to help? We need to get a camp started. Uh, we're going to need some wood. All right. I'll look for wood. I believe you collected wood. some wood, right? Or, yes. or did you not collect wood yet? When they was building the snowshoes, you collected some dry wood from the area? I remember someone saying. Mm -hmm. Did we bring that with us across the river? Yeah, yeah you brought to... everything across the river. we got to find some Richard, places. You brought all your packs. 
Sorry. When we make this camp, we've got to do it someplace it's not wide out in the open. Someplace it's a little protected. Can we make it to the pipe and have the pipe to our back? Well, the pipe is built on supports and is up above the ground. Um, actually goes up to about 20 feet above ground. However, there there are structural uh, supports, supports that exactly. we could use as part of our cover. And having them to our back will give us some protection from behind as well. If somebody's out here trying to kill us or hunt us, we're dead. Whoa. We've just got to take our chances. Give me um, give me spot hidden rule as well. Anybody who's looking for shelter. Finally, I got a six. You also see some kind of like stone um, outcroppings and some of the, the smaller slopes and stuff too that you can use. You can put your back to at least to have. Don't 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 they build fires next to the rocks so that it reflects the heat and it conserves the energy? I read it in a book somewhere, like I was a Boy Scout. Should we go over to those rocks? I think we should. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can do so. You have your, your couple of tents as well. Um, so if you want to set those up, like I said, it'll take about an hour to set up. That'll take us up to about 4 p.m. Um, also, while you're working your way over there, I'd like uh, another spot hidden check, please, from everybody. What the? Failed. I'm looking for wood. I'm looking for wood. I failed, and I got those hand warmers kind of warming up my blood. Is it? Am I starting to feel a little, at least a little relief? Um, yeah, you're feeling a little bit of relief. What I'll say is, uh, for now, anyway, your speed is no longer half. You still have the penalty dice, uh, okay. skill checks, and the two penalty dice on decks and intelligence checks. But if you Sounds keep good. warming yourself up, you mm -hmm. will get rid of yeah. that as well. Just need to spend some time. Right. Um, did anybody pass that spot hidden roll? Bjorn. Thank God. Thought, I nobody passed. I got a zero one natural. You see as you guys are moving towards the camp, you catch something out of your eyes, uh, the corner of your eye kind of to the right, and you look over and uh, yeah, it looks like a large dark spot in the snow. You want to investigate closer? Yeah. Look at your spyglass or anything? Wander over. Careful. You find the remains of a freshly killed moose. Its guts oh, have been gosh. scattered about with many of the internal organs and much of the meat presumably eaten. Gosh, Looks like it was probably done by a pack of wolves or something, maybe? Oh. Well, I'll definitely tell everyone. Um, we've got potentially maybe some food. Not so good. Looks like a wolf pack may have uh, massacred this, this uh, moose here. So uh, we might want to be on guard for that. Is it relatively fresh? Like, is it uh, not frozen, or is it? It's very fresh. Oh boy. Yep. It is not, not frozen. They will at all. return. You're not suggesting we eat that. Absolutely. We're going to be out here for a day. Don't eat. I have one freeze-dried meal in my pack. You can have, but I'm having moose meat. So, we uh, we can go two or three days without eating if we've got one. Go a month without eating. <laughs> I can eat that uh, shit. We're on Pitu and Walter, you would recognize there's probably about eight individual meals worth of meat left on this thing if you spend maybe ten minutes with a knife carving. Yeah, it. yeah, we're gonna. I brought MREs, but if you got got ready to eat meat, yeah, I'm 
Walter, yes. you're freezing to death. Well, yeah, I was gonna get a fire also, going. Uh, I, also fire. you're gonna need you're gonna need all the energy you can get uh, if you're trying to withstand extreme cold. Yeah. yeah. You're not thinking straight, Walter. Well, let's get that fire going so I can think straight and cook some meat. I don't know how to start a fire. I don't have a lighter. Yarn, <laughs> you you want to carve up the meat, or do you want me to do that? Uh, you probably be, I don't know. I'm I'm no, I'm I'm a hunter, but uh, I can we can share the duties if you want. All right. Jesus Christ. So, All right. I got a knife. You got a knife? Let's do it. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Dogs have been eating on that. Yeah. Let's. We'll give a good little space between the the chewed parts in case any of them are rabid. Sure. Give me a survival check while you're doing that on pay two, and I presume Walter's seeing to the camp, helping and getting Harry to help. Uh, yeah. Isaac with getting this tent set up and getting yeah. the fire set up. Yeah, getting the fire going first. I keep I keep, I keep holding this lighter underneath this log, but it just won't. <laughs> Hard <laughs> success. Oh. Well, uh, Harold, here, I forgot. I got this Coke bottle. I put some uh, aircraft fuel in it. You might just Oh, okay. Little... Splash. Uh, <laughs> are there... <laughs> are there now... any tracks? Excuse me. Are there any tracks near the moose? Oh. Um, give me a spot hidden roll if you're going to look for them. Yeah. <clears throat> 35 on a 35. Yes, you do find some tracks um, moving away from the moose, moving kind of north. Best guess, um, are they quadruped, bipedal? Little? Well, as you're investigating, they look to be large bipedal footprints. Um, the prints are weathered a bit, which makes it uh, hard to tell too much about the person who made them. Other than they seem to be moving in a hurry, they're spread out quite far. They're heading northwest, actually. We've got a hunter. We've got a guide. Any trackers? Bjorn on pay two. Do you know anything about tracking? Yeah, um, you point that out to us. Yeah, oh yeah. Look at this. Can I use either survival tracking and/or natural world to identify? Um, yes, you could use any one of those three. What's your best? Uh, tracking 75, natural world 70. Tracking. Yeah, give me a give me a roll for your tracking. 75, you said, right? Yeah, 57, which is a normal. Um, does Anpetu believe in Sasquatch? Absolutely. These look like Sasquatch prints to you. They're way too big to be a normal human, and they're stretched out. They're nearly six feet apart. Like, even running at full speed, you'd have to be like leaping to be, you know, to stretch them out this far. You'd think. So, uh, and Pay Two begins laughing out loud, like boisterous laugh. We are safe. Do not worry. And then he goes back to cutting the meat. What do you mean we're safe? It's uh, Sasquatch. Don't worry. Sasquatch tore a moose open. Yeah, they're hungry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean it's Sasquatch? Um, I think you might know him as Bigfoot. What do you mean? Is Steve Austin going to show up around the next corner? <sighs> My grandfather told me stories since I was, before I could walk about Sasquatch visiting the village when he was younger. So if he exists, what makes you think we're safe from him since he kills meese they, and eat them, eats them? They they don't 
uh, there's been no recorded attacks on humans that I've ever heard of. Yes, I know I sound crazy. You want to eat? And I have a bloody steak I'm handing uh. out. <laughs> it's good. So oh, do you Jesus think... <clears throat> I'm Peter. Do you think that's what Bjorn saw across the river? Was a Sasquatch? You said big, snow-covered, size of a bear? More than likely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get me the fuck out of this place. Get by the fire, Harold. They'll keep the wild animals away. Here, Harold. I passed him my flask if you want to sip. Oh, I thought you were going to hand me a piece of that fucking meat. What's in the flask? A little bit of vodka. Nice. It's not, it's not airplane fuel? Thanks. <laughs> we'll make sure. In a not. way. Burns. <laughs> Fire goes Burns all the way down. What's the, um, you guys know the method of fire building where you dig like a hole in the ground, kind of like a U-shaped hole. I can't think of what that's called. Um, and basically you build the fire down in there. So you get the, the heat and smoke comes out kind of the small, you know, ends of the U-shaped hole, but it conceals a lot of the light. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't recall. I can't name. think of what it's called either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm sure our survivalists would, you know, yeah. know how to build one like that if they wanted to, you know, it's not 100% stealth, but it's obviously it's better than setting out a big open fire, you know. And actually, if you use some of the extra clothes stuff to shield it, you could almost completely hide it. Mm -hmm. Also keep some of the wind off you. Yeah. Are there any uh, rocks that we could heat up so we could uh, cook the meat on the rocks? Like, like fry it. Did, yes. Oh, we went to the rocks. That's right. Yeah. They're, yeah. You know, they, they got snow on them, but you can dry them out and then yeah, heat them up. Go. Yeah. Yeah, but but not uh, river, not river rocks. No, no. Uh, that looks good. Yeah. yeah, put yeah. those out. Yeah, I put my cigarettes on into drying out after falling in the river. Yep. So. Walter, after after we cook the meat on that, take each of us take a rock and throw it in your sleeping bag. Once it cooled a little, you'll get about two hours of radiant heat off of it too. Oh yeah. Good, smart thinking. Yeah. So nice. you've got like eight meals worth of this moose meat. So you want to eat five and save three for later? I can we'll, eat just that. Wanna... We'll eat four and I'll, I'll give Harold one of my MREs. All right. This one's ham slice. It's the worst. Do you have any pemmican? <laughs> Every time. All right. So you managed to get your camp set up and um, you've got. Well, most of you have a warm meal in your belly. Harold has MREs, ham slice. Um, oh. And ham slice and vodka. Yummy. <laughs> um, but it yeah, you, before the sun sets completely and it gets dark and even more extremely cold, uh, you all have a nice, pretty camp, comfortable camp going. Do you want to... Um, I mean, the temperature is dropping quickly. It's going to get down to minus 51 celsius tonight or oh minus, 60 Fahrenheit, minus 60 fahrenheit if you prefer um it's going to be extreme frostbite uh conditions you know so you want to be careful with exposure of course um having the fire lit will uh make things a lot better for you and also mm -hmm. putting the stones in your sleeping bags 
Um, you only have two tents and five of you, so if you buddy up as well, that'll help for, for Body keeping recovery, yourselves yeah. warm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to set any kind of a watch, or do you just all want to try to sleep through the night? Can we set snares? Our, when our survivalist or, uh, yeah. you know, and pay to you guys know anything about snare making? We've got trees around. We've got wood. Oh, oh yeah. Well, is yeah. it likely anybody's going to be out in this cold? I, I, I have I mean, they gotta, they got to survive too. Hey, uh, Ian, I my character sheet, the pregen's got a thirty percent Cthulhu Mythos roll. Is he that does? right? Yes. Hold on a second. Let me double check. Did I write it in the wrong spot? You're Isaac Sanders, right? Yeah. See, I copied it straight out of the book, so I just wonder if I uh, put it in the wrong spot. Hmm. Um, yep, scenario, the pipeline. I have so many scenarios. It's ridiculous. Pre-gens. Uh, Isaac Sanders. 30% Cthulhu Mythos does not sound correct at all. You should have a listen of 30. Do you have a listen of 30? Okay. Maybe it's just transposed because I've got a dodge of 30. Yeah, you should right. have automatic. It doesn't make automatic. any sense for me to have 30. Yeah, you, you have dodged 30. You don't have any Cthulhu mythos. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. That's okay. No, no, it's it's a good clarification. I, I will actually also, too. <laughs> I will double check your um, your character as well to see if there's anything else on there that shouldn't be. He could have uh, solved our whole problem for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, well, there should not be a 30 in Cthulhu Mythos. I don't even I know where that came from. 87 in Sasquatch and Wendigo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay, back in character. Maybe that was actually probably supposed to be your credit rating. It's credit not, rating is right beside, right beside Cthulhu Mythos. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I mm -hmm. definitely think we should have watch. We should use yeah. Hour and a half or something. Back yeah, to this. Back to the snare question. I was in the war. We set snares all the time. Yeah. We had claymores. We put them out every night. So if yep. we can have some kind of, um, yep. if we can figure something out. Oh yeah, yeah. That should be no problem. Get some snares. We'll still set a watch. Smart. Harold, you got the first watch. Oh, you want me to step and watch? No, no, I just I'm I'm getting warm, so my humor is coming back. Sorry, there, boss. Oh, look, I'm I'm not really your boss. You guys were hired to come up here and take care of the security stuff. I'm just here to make sure that it all sounds good on paper afterwards. Uh, you guys are in charge. I'll follow whatever you need me to do. Well, who's the CO? Like the, the CO. The, the no. CO was Tracy. Well, the guy in charge of the whole thing is Roger O'Connor's, but he's back at the at Exxon. Who's the squad leader here? Is what I mean. The girl I that I I covered with blankets by the plane. Who is technically, now? Technically speaking, if you go by you know traditional ranks and all that, it would be Bjorn. Perfect. I was he's the only to remaining to Harold, but... he's the only remaining security force member. I I know absolutely nothing about this situation. 
except how to write it down on paper when we get back that nothing happened and everything was lovely hmm. all right sir but i'm just your your emails and so emails here your phone messages and memos that we received you seem to be pretty uh pretty strong-minded so to speak i just assume <sighs> I'm 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 completely out of my element. Well, don't forget to notate our combat pay because a oh, plane yeah. crash danger counts pay. for danger. And snow flies up uh, in the ground from the ground um, about maybe uh, a few yards away from you, uh, alongside the the rock outcroppings you know that you're currently camped next to. Um, if you look over there, you'll see there is a large rock. Maybe fell from the uh, slope above. Oh God! I look up the slope. Uh, does that look plausible? Uh, 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 we picked a really plausible. horrible do you wanna, spot. Do you want to examine the uh, the rock? Fuck that! I want to shoot up the slope. Could rocks come down on top? You look of up us? the slope, but you you don't see anything up there. I the avalanche. Run and jump on top of the rock, and then as loud as I can in Lakota. I say, we are friends. We are not here to hurt you. Which causes an avalanche. We all get buried in the snow. <laughs> His voice booms and echoes, but uh, no, there's no avalanche. How far I'm, was that I'm from muted. the tent? That rock is about two foot in diameter. Oh. Um, from the tent, it was about, uh, let's see, a few yards, like nine feet, ten feet. How big was the hole in the engine? Um, a little over two feet. Hmm. I saw a lot of crazy shit in the war. Uh, I think there's a Sasquatch throwing rocks at us, and I think a Sasquatch threw a rock at the plane and brought it down. <sighs> that's what I think. I agree with you. But that's... You think a Sasquatch could throw a rock a thousand feet up in the air? This was my I... grandmother. She'd say it was trolls. Oh, my God. And I think Great. now we're out in the middle of the woods. Same. They're not in the middle of the woods mm -hmm. yet. There's trees around, but uh, yeah. Well, well, but yeah, yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yes, that's true. With, you know, limited artillery and a Sasquatch throwing rocks at us. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just worried if rocks can come down, tumbling down and land on top of us. It is possible it could have just fallen down the slope. It could have, but... Man. But it didn't. Yeah. Um, okay, is there an easy way up the slope? No. Is Not from this time? side, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dark now. It's after 5 p.m. Moon? Oh, moon. Good question. Let me see. This is I mean, even if it's full moon, for. it might not be out yet. Uh, moon calendar... 1985 October. It's kind of jerky thing I would have looked up before a game normally. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you need the you need the exact date though. Um, holy shit, really? It is a fucking full moon. Yeah, so it's bright. Uh, it's just starting to rise though. This doesn't rise completely until 5:37. But yep, it's uh, that's funny. <laughs> wow. What's really funny is that I've set this in 1985 due to a typo on the handouts. It was originally set for 1986, so it might not have been. But yeah, as it is, <laughs> it is a full moon. Nice. So we're kind of near a uh, slope. 
and that would be different. I'm going to kind of look and see if there's any uh, overhang or like a cave that we could get into that like would make it harder for us to be hit by rocks. Well, so you do I'm have like an outcropping there right by your tents. So, I mean, mm -hmm. unless somebody's like throwing a rock straight down. Right. And maybe okay. leaning out. It'd be pretty hard for them to throw one right down onto the tents the way you've set them up. Okay. Um, yeah. Now you see, for the first time throughout this whole thing, he, uh, 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 he, I, uh, sorry, <laughs> I have a definite demeanor change. Like everything that happened, even the dead body, it didn't phase me. But now I look very upset, and he, I'm just sitting on that boulder. Hmm. It's not good. Yeah. Well. We're we're in a bad spot here, but I mean, if we go out, it, I mean, we're kind of stuck here because if we get get moving, we're going to freeze to death. So we want to go out and maybe see if there anything's around. But say, I mean, fortunately, if this moon comes up, we'll be able to make a little bit more distance and still be able to find our way back. Yeah, Harry. Uh, scan. <laughs> yeah. Harry, you feeling? You feeling distraught? You feeling a sand roll? Yeah. The whole thing's very upsetting to you. Uh, you can lose four points of sanity. Okay. Sasquatch, plane crash, yeah. way out of your element, <laughs> extreme Arctic, cold weather survival. And so I'm I'm like on the verge of crying and screaming and running off into the darkness. And I go over to Anpetu and I say, Anpetu, can you take me up the side of this slope? I can. If if they wanted to hit our camp with that rock, they would have. That was a warning. They don't want us here. I don't know if we should antagonize them by climbing up. I will take you up if you wish, but that was a warning. Well, we're not going to leave. Oh, well, where could we go? I, I mean, I would like to try and speak with one if I could find them, but... They're, they're mad. They're very mad. I've never heard of... You think oh, there's I, more than one? They usually live in family groups. <laughs> they've they've <laughs> thrown boulders <laughs> at settlers, people, you know, out in the West. There's been many a tales. Even one of the presidents uh, wrote a tale about them. But they normally don't hurt us. Let's let's come on. Let's go. All right. But but who cares just, about the damn warning? Yeah. Let me let me just be clear. I want to shoot one. I I no please. Now I'm very like torn. I don't think we should unless they directly attack us. It would. You don't want to do that. The rock. Well, I'm gonna let's run it by the CEO. Bjorn? Let's check that rock for a second. Is it the same rock material as as we have down here? Or is it, I mean, not having a geology knowledge, does it look like Yeah, it looks like the same kind against? of rock. Looks like the same kind of rock, yep. Is it got um, moss on it, or? Um, would there still be moss even in this cold weather? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Lichen. There'd be some, 
Um, but you also would notice that there are a few deep scratches in the surface of it as well. Oh. Could be from just sliding against other rocks on its way down the slope, perhaps. Although you don't remember hearing it coming down. See these scratches, Sorry, guys? This look like animal scratches, or what? 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 On day two, you know what this is? Take a look at it. Is it like claw marks, or? Yeah, it could very well be claw marks. Yep. I'm gonna try and space it out, with even if it takes two hands to kind of get the spacing in between the claws. It'd be one big hand. I look. Sasquatch normally don't have claws. Thought you know everything about Sasquatches. I just ignore. Well, this is interesting. And the distance from the, the cliff face or the rocks, where the rocks would be up above, is that a distance that makes sense for anything to be thrown? Um, it's not. It's not. It's not too terribly far from the, uh, from the actual slope itself. It's about nine, ten feet, like I said, from your tents, but it's maybe only four or five feet from the from the cliff. So, could have been thrown. Like I said, it could have tumbled down as well potentially. But okay. But the claw marks and the uh, other evidence that you have put together in your own minds, anyway, uh, would seem to indicate. But it was probably thrown by a Sasquatch, apparently, which... Yeah. Which apparently everybody knows about except Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> or right. Harry. Bjorn, Bjorn, I think said, we Bjorn said trolls. I think we could go shoot the motherfucker that's throwing rocks at us, but uh, you're in charge. Well, if we wander off away we can't all just abandon the tent we're gonna some of us are gonna have to stay here walter you're not 100 percent yet no harold you're not a, you're not a fit for i'm i'm curling up in a fetal position in the back of the tent closest to the cliff <laughs> and isaac's isaac's armed i'm armed and Petu, you're armed you want two of us to wander off and the rest stay and one stays back and protects the rest if i recall correctly walter is armed as well right yep i have a 30 out Excellent. Okay. All right. With 10 rounds, I remember. That's right. Uh, well, why don't two of us wander off to see what we can see? Don't, don't, don't overextend ourselves. And uh, the others just sort of prepare for the night. Maybe one of one or two get us to get some sleep while the other stays, uh, stays alert. You guys want to do that or make sense? Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, who's wandering off? Who's with me? I guess Isaac. He really wants to shoot something. <laughs> All right, Isaac. How about you and I go wandering? Uh, and uh, and Peyton, you coming or are you staying at the, the? I'll I'll guard the camp. Okay. Okay. And Harry and Walter can try and get some some rest. I'm I'm trying desperately to fall asleep. Okay. Do you want my flask again? I just want to wake. I just want to wake up at home. If only it were so easy. Okay, well, let's, so what's the uh, what's the plan then for Bjorn and Isaac as you're wandering off? Um, well, walk around and try to look for a place that's easier to clean, climb the uh, the slope. Yes, or... absolutely. Yep, and I think we're going to go together, but we're not going to be right next to each other. Sure, space yourselves out a bit. Yep. Yep. 
Jordan is looking. a security specialist. You're ex-military, so you guys, yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, say so you guys will be out moving around. It's gonna take a couple hours for you to find a place where you can make egress and then work your way up the uh, up the slope. Um, during that time, we do have. We go, do we want to go that long? All right, I'm seeing shrugs. So, well, you know, I, if you want to climb up the slope to, 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 to look for Sasquatch, you know. Or at least right, look for we, evidence of them. Maybe we'll bring some rope. Let's bring let's bring one of those bundles of rope. One of those 60 sure. foot bundles. Yep. Grab that Makes over. sense. Okay. Okay. Right, so you guys start uh, making your way up, climbing. Uh, with the climbing gear up a, a more, not as, not sheer, but more of a steep part of the slope, working your way up slowly. Um, so it'll take you only about an hour before you get up to the top there. Um, look around, you will definitely find more of those tracks up there. Uh, they lead right out to the edge of the, the cliff overlooking uh, your campsite, which as you look down, um, you can just barely detect a little bit of light coming from your your fire in the little shoot. I can't think of what the hell, what the hell that fire is called, but yeah. There are more you know, rocks around, but you know. Are there? Is it? Do I think it's one one creature making these tracks? Give me a tracking roll. I was afraid you were going to ask that. Mm. I don't have any idea. Bjorn, you're you a hunter. Know. You have any idea if there's yeah. one or more? Not a good hunter. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be a pass. That would be a fail. No, you have no idea. And like you see tracks like up here, they come up, um, they come up from the other side of the slope, from the opposite side of where your campus, so kind of like the northwest side. Um, You know, and you see them coming up and going the same direction. These look like dog tracks or bear tracks, like even not having a tracking ability, like a knowledge of what they look like really, they look like really big human tracks, as far Hmm. as you could tell. But you're talking like a size 30 shoe nearly, you know, size 25 shoe anyway. But it's not a shoe, right? There's toes. It's not a shoe. It's barefoot track, yep. And are there claws at the end of the toes? Dakota fire hole. Thanks for that. Um, are there claws at the end of the toes? Give me, mm, give me a tra- another tracking roll. They're they're a bit obviously from the wind blowing around. Man, I could spend luck to make that, but I don't think it's important. I don't know. You can't tell really. Yeah, I don't because know. of the snow being blown around by the wind, they're not one hundred percent fresh. You know. And that Dakota fire hole. Thanks for that, Jason. I was. It was driving me crazy. I couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, some part of me thinks, Isaac, that we should have listened to Anpetu and brought these guys like a, these, whatever the hell this is, brought them a steak, left it here just to say, leave us the hell alone. Another part of me is like you and wants to just go and shoot these guys, but I don't know how many there are. I don't think we're prepared for major combat here. I'm prepared. 
I can tell. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to wander from where they came from, or do we want to just? I don't think it's a good idea to go wandering off. I mean, now it's freezing. We, yeah, we should probably go back. They'll know extremely, we've been here. Extremely cold. Yeah. Okay, let's head back. But we'll keep care to walk, listen behind, turn around a lot, and make sure we're not being followed back. Yeah. You guys, do you guys have any exposed skin? Like, I guess you, you could be wearing gloves anyway with your uh, with your guns yeah. and yeah you, yeah yeah yeah. I got shooting mitts. Yeah, yeah. nothing too uh, too severe. All right. It's still, it's really uncomfortable, really cold. No risk of any frostbite or anything yet, but yeah, it's only because you have all your skin covered and you have the proper weather gear, so. Up their ears and their noses. Masks. Oh. All right. Balaclava. Yeah. Back we go. Make your way back. Um, it's quicker climbing down, so you're back in maybe uh, 45 minutes. And just in time, actually, to see the aurora rising up. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, a bitter cold wind scours the landscape. Um, and it's now about two hours after sunset. The sky is illuminated by the brilliantly shimmering curtains of the aurora borealis. Now, some of you have probably seen this before. Maybe all of you have seen the aurora borealis before. I'm not sure. But um, this mm. one's different. This one is different. Oh, do I have an image? Um, just wondering. I don't think I do have an image of this one. No, I don't. That's okay. Um, but this is a bit different. Instead of the soft blues and greens, which most uh, people are accustomed to seeing with the aurora, um, this is more of a pestilent red streaking down from above, like blood dripping from the heavens, uh, bathing the landscape in its eerie light. Now, on pay two, being Native American, you are, of course, familiar with Native American lore. And uh, this you're aware of this uh, this kind of event. It's rare, but it's called the Blood Aurora, or often uh, the Blood Sky. In many local myths, uh, being indigenous Canadian myths, um, it's said that the spirits would occasionally descend from the sky and would battle so fiercely that the heavens would run red with the blood of their war. And during these nights, native peoples believed that the evil spirits from the sky would descend to take away the strongest men for their great feast. To avoid this fate, uh, natives would barricade themselves inside their homes and hang special talismans at the door to keep evil spirits at bay. Do I know how to make one of these talismans? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say you've probably seen pictures of one. You could probably uh, work one up with some of the wood you have. I start making at least two, if possible, to hang on both the tents. Okay. Yeah. No problem. It's about 7 p.m. at this point. Do you share the knowledge? or? Oh, yeah. If It's up to you. Is it... Um, Harry and Walter, you guys, because... Um, you are you do have a warm camp, a uh, good shelter set up. You guys are able to get to sleep, so you are currently, if you wish, uh, to be currently sleeping. sleeping Maybe not up. restfully, but you're sleeping anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely sleeping. So when Isaac and um, Bjorn come back, they see the uh, the talismans I put up, and then I reiterate that story verbatim to them. 
You can laugh if you want, but... And then I just go back to making a third one to make for a little charm to hang around my, my neck. All right. Now, it's about 7 p.m. Sunrise, I'll tell you in a second, is going to be um, just before 7 a.m. So you still have another 12 hours. Um, how do you want to break up the rest of the watches? Or You need to get um, at least six hours of sleep uh, in order not to suffer any kind of exhaustion effects. Mm -hmm. Well, if the, you said at seven, uh, Harry and I were sleeping good, I will uh, say, hey, wake me up about one, one, I'll get up and uh, that'll give me the six hours. I'll get up and take over the watch then for you guys to get your rest. And I didn't say anything. I just curled up. And yeah. To sleep. Yeah. I, I'd rather watch without listening to you. That's fair. You ex-military types and survival types probably figure Harry wouldn't be much use on a watch anyway. Yeah. He'd be talking and making noise. <laughs> Lonely. Napping. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I might need to sit down for a few minutes, but I'm good for a while longer. I don't, I'm, I'm tense in these kind of situations. I'm not going to want to nap yet. Sure. So as you and, and pay to are there, Isaac, do you go to sleep or are you going to stay up for a little while? Probably stay up a little while. I'm probably keyed up. Yeah. I'd assume Walter and Harry are sleeping in one tent together for the, again, the body heat to keep warm. Oh yeah. Um, so as Enpetu and Bjorn and Isaac are sitting out under the blood aurora, keeping the fire going and trying to keep as uh, warm as possible, um, you'll hear a distant rumbling like thunder. Enpetu, you would uh, think it's probably a, a distant avalanche. I think that might be an avalanche. I click the safety off on the rifle. After seeing that uh, blood sky, I'm kind of on your side a little more now, Isaac, with the uh, have your weapon handy. They might not be Sasquatch. Keeping my eyes peeled in the direction we came from, just in case, and I'm alternating between that. Is that the direction we heard the sound from, or is it different? No, it's a different direction. It's not coming okay. from the same slope that you're <laughs> underneath, basically, which is a good thing, because if there was an avalanche coming from that slope, you'd yeah. be in dire straits. I make it a point to sit with my back towards the fire, so my eyes are a little bit less light pollution for my eyes mm -hmm. if I need to look out into the darkness. Makes sense. Harry and Walter, you guys are sleeping. Give me constitution rolls, both of you. 51. Uh, yeah, that passes with four, four points. Hey, you're That's sleeping soundly. That's a fail. Walter, you're sleeping not as soundly. You're sleeping, but you're having a, a nightmare, a dream, I guess. But you have a dream of an immense humanoid shape pale against the distant horizon. 
its upper half partly shrouded in gray clouds, making a dark silhouette. Its slow, deliberate strides carry it across the land with frightening speed, despite its unhurried gait. It pauses to turn its notice to you, and you can see that where the head of the creature should be, you see two points of light visible in the shadow like gleaming stars. Give me a sanity check. Ugh. Pass. Okay. You don't lose any sanity, but it does wake you up. <sighs> Ground. Like, oh. It's going to be a long trip. Oh, jeez. And I'm going to gonna kind of peek out make sure that the watch is still awake mm, yeah i'd pay to bjorn and isaac are all there then i'm gonna you can go look at and... your look at your watch it's only like nine o'clock yeah i'm gonna go lay back down because shaking as i am i know that i need i need my rest up here how late do you, uh, bjorn and isaac stay up with on pay to I was kind of hoping one of them would wake up and I'd go for a nap for a couple hours and wake back up again. But uh, I'd say it's around 10 o'clock. I'm going to say if you guys aren't going to nap, I'm going to kip out right here. Where are you going to go in the tent? Nah, well, I suppose we got the second tent, don't we? You do have a second tent, yep. Yeah, you'll freeze if you just fall asleep out here. I'll, I'll take, go take, take one of those warm stones in there with you. Yep. Both of you. Leaving I'll be to there until uh, 1 a.m., right, is when you're going to wake up uh, Walter to relieve you? Yeah. Wait, so wait. a little bit – oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, what's the plan? The three of us are staying up until 1, and then we're all going to go to bed, and, and Peitu's going to stay up by himself? I think on Peitu and Walter were doing the watches between them was the original plan. but. Oh, oh okay. Oh, but Peitu, you're still staying up with us. I'm going to stay up until I wake up Walter, then I was going to nap or sleep for a few hours. Yeah. If he wakes Walter up at 1 a.m., he can still get six hours sleep before dawn. I just want to sleep for a few hours, guys, so you don't have to let me go for a full second. Okay. Sure, then I'll stay up with MP2 until 1, but at 1, I'm going to want to go to bed. Okay. Thanks so a little, bit, a little bit before 1, then, Isaac and MP2, leaving poor Bjorn with nothing but a warm stone. To, uh, to keep him company in his scent. Maybe he likes it better that way. Um, but a little bit before one, maybe say about uh, half 12 at night, um, you hear a terrible howling shriek in the distance. Very unnerving noise, uh, much louder than the distant sound you heard earlier, Isaac, that nobody else seemed to hear. This is much uh, closer, although it's still distant at the same time. And it doesn't sound like any human or bestial voice you've ever heard before. Um, I would like you to make uh, sanity rolls, both of you. What was that? 67 out of 70. Okay, um, you're fine. 87 out of 50. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Um, it startles you. you. You jump a little bit and like, you're holding your rifle, I assume. Yeah, you kind of drop your rifle in the snow like you're startled. Uh, you lose one point of sanity, Isaac, as my you hand, cover yourself. And... My hand goes to his shoulder to st help steady him. 
I don't know what that was. It was not human. Uh, I start shaking Walter's tent. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wake oh, Walter. I guess it's time. It's time, I guess. Yeah. In case time. something happens, I'd rather have people alert. At oh. least Walter. Oh, Harold, get your arm off of me. Jeez. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Right, are we are, are we home yet? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, it's time for my watch. Uh, drink some water and go back to sleep. Walter, come come out here. Yeah. We just heard something. Isaac can describe it. I can't even describe it. What are you guys talking about up there? We we heard some sort of unearthly shriek. Something that no man nor beast would make. Oh no! What what direction was it coming? Hard to tell. Great. And I just point to the sky. Right. <sighs> well. All right. You know, guys, just don't don't hesitate to shoot anything. I don't care if it's a man or a a, a, a monster. Kill it. When you hear the shriek again. Oh, we all hear it. You all oh hear it. Anybody God. who's awake. You have a uh, tentacle so Walter. Head. Yeah, yeah, my cat is. She's my familiar, so she's walking <laughs> on my shoulders. Um, so Harry and Walter, you'll need to make sanity rolls at that sound. Ooh. Pass. Zero, uh -huh. two. 89. Harry, you lose a point of sanity. Calm down. Calm down. And I think that's a good place probably to uh, wrap up this first night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our players included Matt Ryan, Keith Craig, uh, Jason Melnichok, Sean Little, and myself with Ian Christensen as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows with music and sound. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we, what we do. We have a new patron. Joey Williams has pledged $3 a month. Thank you very much, uh, Joey. Uh, if you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game.